In this episode of the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast, I have a special, special guest coming straight from France, the mystery man of the 2023 NBA Draft. It is Bilal Koulibaly, the first round pick of the Washington Wizards. In this episode, it is a one-on-one interview with the man that most people never heard of until weeks before the NBA Draft. Stay tuned. Big, big shout out to each and every person that has made the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Rafael Barlow, the director of scouting for NBA Big Board and the founder of NBA Draft Junkies. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, which is the official sportsbook of the Locked On Network. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. FanDuel, make every moment more. All right. I'm excited about this episode because Bilal is someone that a lot of people weren't familiar with. I was someone that was really high on him and even me being like really high on him and and being a big believer in his upside, I did not see him being a top 10 pick in the 2023 draft until probably weeks before the draft. I thought at best he was a 2024 guy. And then I started to believe that, okay, maybe he can do 2023. And then as as his team in France, as their season went on, he just continued to ascend and ascend of draft boards. And he ends up being the seventh pick in the draft. So here's an opportunity to get get to know him a little bit. And we, we talk about his crazy journey. At the beginning of the season, he wasn't even playing on the senior team. He was playing in the under-21 league and ends up being seventh overall. We talked about summer league. We talked about uh, being mentored by Kyle Kuzma. We talked about what he is working on in this offseason, which has been like an extremely short offseason for him. And then he even says that his goal is to win rookie of the year. And of course, we talk about his relationship with Victor Wimbayama, who he's played with since he was first started playing basketball really so here is my one-on-one interview with Bilal Koulibaly all right we are here in Dallas Texas it is a Saturday I got Bilal Koulibaly the biggest surprise of the 2023 NBA draft first of all thank you for taking your time no problem man I appreciate that all right so let's talk about the last year how crazy has the last year of your life been Oh my God, it was everything happened so quick. Uh, going from, you know, playing with the younger team, uh, taking those steps, going to, with the pro. And uh, yeah, everything happened so fast, man. Getting my minutes, start to play, and uh, rising in those draft stocks. And yeah. Yeah, so my first time seeing you play was January 22. Uh, you guys played Paris. Yeah. And I went to that game. And I remember seeing you make a couple plays. I don't think you had like a big game stats wise, but I remember seeing like the way you were moving, you had a couple dunks. And I was like, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. So I'm on, I'm on my phone trying to like pull up the roster and by me having like an American phone, the service yeah. is really slow. So it wasn't until about the third quarter <laughs> that, I, that I found your name and I wrote it down in my phone. That's like, all right, this is a guy to, to pay attention to. This is a guy to watch for 25 draft, maybe 2024. <laughs> Then I saw you play last summer for the French national team. Mm-hmm. When do you think you started to turn the corner and put yourself in position to where you are today? 
Yeah, I think the French national team helped me a lot. But after that, you know, the game against uh, Brony and uh, his team um, yeah. was I really popped out and. Uh, I saw all those medias talking about me, uh, getting those followers, you know, everything. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that was that game. Oh, it was so it was a game last summer. That's it. Um, what was it? It was called like California Basketball exactly. Club and they had that showcase. And I forgot where I was at, but somebody was asking me, was I going to the game? And I didn't I didn't know about it. I wish I would have known in advance. Mm -hmm. I do remember seeing that. And then this season. So I went to Paris in September, yep. and I'll be honest, I went to go watch Victor. Yeah, I went to go watch Victor, but I came to your game, yeah. the, the Espoirs yeah. game, and I just knew, like, okay, this guy is going to be one of the, the top picks in 2024. So I don't know if you saw the video, but I saw it. I, okay, I I'm saw glad it. you saw it. So <laughs> I brought my camera, and I spent the whole game focusing on you. Yeah. I followed you around the whole entire game, and... I mean, luckily those games are free, so I didn't have to pay, but I got my money's worth in a sense. Mm -hmm. You showed like the athleticism, the passing, the, the dunks, blocking three-pointers. And so I had held on to that footage. I didn't think I was going to use it for a while. And then I probably, maybe like April, mm -hmm. when your name started buzzing, I, I, went, I went ahead and released it. How was it for you starting the season playing on the under-21 team, then... You were getting minutes here and there on the senior team. Did you know that you were ready to contribute at a high level, or was it something that just kind of came along gradually? I knew that I could contribute because, uh, yeah, when I was practicing, I wasn't practicing that much, but when I was practicing with the pros, I was, like, impacting, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. I wasn't, like, uh, putting the level down. So I, was, I was, like, playing real hard, uh, try, trying to get the place in that gym. So. Yeah, I was just like uh, not that that child playing with, with grown men, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I knew that I could contribute. In that. Were you nervous in Vegas? So I remember I was at the game in Vegas, and when you, I was sitting like right behind the bench. When you checked in at the scorers table, mm -hmm. I tweeted tweeted your name. Oh, Bilal's gonna get some minutes, and then you got in there, and it looked like it was overwhelming for mm, you. Were yeah. you nervous in that setting in Vegas? Uh, I'll say, yeah. It came because um, uh, we had like two games before and yeah. I wasn't playing with the pros. I was I at those two yeah, games. So yeah. it was like, was it like the Tuesday, Friday? That's it, exactly. You flew out on Saturday yeah. and then played on Tuesday. Even the practice, I wasn't really playing against them. I was just watching the practices. So coming that, uh, in Vegas and uh, playing, I, I wasn't like, uh, I'm not say ready. I was ready to play, but I wasn't like uh, feeling um, Relax, you know, because uh, mm -hmm. I didn't get used to play with them. So, yeah, that was kind of strange. So you weren't really practicing with them? I was not. So they just kind of brought you along? Yeah. And so was it because it was like an exhibition game that they brought you along so you could get that experience? Yeah, I think that was it. And I, I was supposed to be part of the pro team, but mm -hmm. I wasn't playing, like I said. So, yeah, that, that was that difficult moment. What's, what's interesting about your story is, one, you're not supposed to be here in mm. a sense, right? So we're, you're supposed to be, I mean, you're, you're way ahead of schedule. And then it wasn't until guys got hurt on your team that, that gave you minutes. When you first started getting minutes, did you feel like this is easier than I thought? Or, or how did you feel when you first started getting big minutes? When I first started, that was uh, at Paris one more time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was just, trying to go as hard as possible. I knew that defensively I had to do the job. So I came in and uh, like three actions, I blocked the shot and I was like, yeah, I was starting to feel confident, you know, and uh, 
getting those rebounds, uh, running, getting those fast break points. And uh, yeah, I was like, not that, that was not easier, but I was just at that level, you feel me? So mm -hmm. yeah, that's it. Yeah, one of the things I like about your game is that you don't need the ball in your hands a lot to be impactful. Mm -hmm. And so coming in as a young guy playing on an older team, a team that's trying to win. Yeah. And and one of the things about like basketball in Europe, there's not a lot of developmental minutes. Like yeah. if you're playing, it's because either A, you're, you're better than the guys. It's not a long-term approach. Mm -hmm. It's all about right now. And so for you to go in there and, and play and make an impact, because they weren't trying to, yeah. trying to play you, but it was just because that you didn't need the ball, whether it was like transition, defense, or whatever. So I thought that was that was really impressive. All right. So when your name first started like rising up the draft boards, what was your thoughts? I wasn't really uh, looking at it. I was just focused on my season. But yeah, of course, uh, my family was uh, sending me those those articles and uh, mm -hmm. and stuff. So yeah, I saw it. That was. Like, I was happy because uh, I've been putting the work in, so that's all I needed to, to have, you feel me? So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was happy seeing that and uh, just keep working to, to get better and better. I felt like I had you mocked the highest. You did. I had you at number nine, mm -hmm. and you went higher yeah. th than I thought. And people thought I was crazy for putting you at, at number nine, but the more and more I watched your film, and then the more more you played in big games. Mm -hmm. So... You went from playing under 21 to playing in, in the finals. How was that experience? Oh, it was different at uh, every level because, uh, yeah, I was playing under 21. I first started to get some minutes, you know, but back of the bench. And, uh, yeah, starting to rise up, rise up, uh, going to five, five, starting five. So, yeah, that was something crazy, playing against Monaco, you know, all those ex-NBA players. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a crazy year. Football season is about to kick off and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a team to win the Super Bowl, you can get bonus bets every time that team wins in the regular season. So just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. Me personally, I am going for the Cincinnati Bengals. I was a Bengals fan throughout my childhood. I'm left-handed. Boomer Sison was left-handed. And at the time, I think Steve Young was the only left-handed quarterback, so I'm giving my age here. So I'm going for the Bengals because throughout most of my adult life and my childhood, the Bengals weren't good. But now they have a chance to be good, so I'm going for the Bengals. And you can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. So how was the experience playing with Victor, knowing that you got a chance to showcase your skill level in front of really the world on the yeah. NBA app, all the scouts? How was playing with Victor? I'm playing with Victor. I'm, I'm kind of used to it because, you know, I've been knowing him since I was like 11. And, uh, yeah, he just keep improving. Uh, Seeing him doing those things, I was shocked the first one uh, before everybody. So, yeah, uh, he's just special, you know. And uh, playing with him was good because uh, he was talking, uh, putting you in some, uh, you know, condition, some great conditions, uh, giving you those uh, easy pass, easy buckets. And, uh, yeah, that was a great year. He hyped you up before the draft. He yeah, said yeah. you were top, what did he say, top five he said, picks? Yeah, he said everybody knows now that I'm a top ten, but I got to be top five. So I saw that, and... 
I thought it was fake. Yeah. I thought it was it was like because it had to be translated. Yeah. And um, and so I, I wanted to put it in this article that I wrote, but I decided not to put it because I couldn't verify if it was true. Yeah. And then I ran into your agent in New York, and he said, "Yes, that that is nice. true." And then the day before the draft, he says, "You know, Buna, he has a smile on his face. He says, "What do you have, Bilal?" <laughs> I said, "I think he's going nine to Utah." He says. Yeah, he's like Put him that. higher. He's like that. And, and so I thought, like, I mean, Buna's a reliable source. But I didn't trust him. I still kept you at number nine. Yeah. And then when you went higher, so I was at the draft, and I was, I was shocked. But you're in a good situation in Washington. Sure. Do you feel any pressure? Because it's a new front office. Everything is new, and you are, like, the first pick of their new regime. Mm -hmm. Do you feel any pressure behind that? Not really. Not really. Uh I've been talking with the coach, the GM, and everybody. They just bring me in some great conditions. Uh, talking with uh, teammates too. Mm -hmm. So now I'm not. I, I don't feel that pressure. I'm gonna just play my game, you know, like I used to do. And uh, yeah, it would go well. So I was at a summer league. And I forgot which game it was. And there was, I forgot who do you guys play. Maybe the Pacers. The first one. That was the first game. I think it may have been the first game. And at halftime, I saw Kyle Kuzma come on the yeah, floor, and talk to you. Have you been like in touch with Kyle and how has he been helping you out through this process? Yeah, yeah. even before, you know, uh, all this drafts and things, he came to a playoff game in Chile. And uh, after that game, we talked a little bit, but he was more here for Victor too. So mm -hmm. he talked to his Victor too. But after the draft, yeah, sending me those texts uh, every time, uh, after kind of every game. Uh, and yeah, like you said, at half time, he told me to like, just play my game. I, I wasn't playing in the wrong way. I was doing the things bad. Just take those shots. I'm, I'm just here to improve. So, yeah, that's what he told me. If I'm not mistaken, I think you kind of had like a rough start in the first half. Yeah. Second half, you played better. And you had like a chase down block. Yeah. Had a chase down block. Now, the, the press conference with the Wizards front office talked about your defense. Yeah. When did you know that you were a good defender? Um, I seen the French national team, actually, because uh, you know, they were putting us in, the, in those situations, focal 1-1, one, one, and uh, I was kind of lucky in them guys. So I was like, yeah, I can play defense. I just, um, you know, uh, started to watch films on the best defenders, like Michael Smart and everything. They were talking a little bit, Kawhi, uh, showing those, uh, looking at those feeds, uh, how they were moving, and uh, yeah, just learn from that. Defense is a mindset. It is. And, and so how did you get the mindset to become a good defender? Yeah, I, as soon as I come on the, on the court, I'm just like, uh, ain't nobody going to score on me. That's just it, you know. Uh, I don't want nobody to score on me because, uh, you know, that's a bad feeling when somebody's yeah. uh, somebody scoring you. So, yeah, I'm just locked in and, yep. uh, yeah, that's it. So do you think right now is your defense ahead of your offense? Uh, I say right now it's possible, yeah. Uh, yeah, right now I got uh, – I got – but I got a lot more potential on my offensive side. I just watched you work out. And like I said, I've been following you for a couple of years now. I've watched a lot of your film. But one thing I did not know until I saw today is how shifty you are with mm. the ball. Like your ball handling has come a long way. I think like there's real big upside as a shot creator. Tell me, what have you been working on this summer i know it's been like a short summer for you because you had a long long season like i like i told people i so said i went to watch you play in september mm -hmm. your season didn't end until late june then you went straight 
to summer league yeah. and played. You played the whole summer, right? Yeah. The whole summer league. So your your off season has been really short. While the American players, their season was over. If they went all the way to the final four, their season was over in April. Yeah. They had a pre-draft process. So you kind of have a short summer. But what have you been working on in your, your little bit of time? Uh, I've been working on my angle first and uh, my shot, you know. Uh, even before summer league, you know, when I was practicing in Washington uh, with the coaches, they were telling me, like, whether you want to work on the most. And I, th I thought those both things. So, yeah, that's the things I've been working on the most. The ball handling and, and the shot. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen, like I said, the, the ball handling. All right, let's talk about draft night. Yeah. So I saw you and your family. Y'all look alike. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I, saw, I saw you and your family at, at the draft. And um, actually, let's go before that. When you got the invite to the green room, were, yeah. you, were you surprised? I kind of knew it. Um, I was waiting on it. I was, because I know, you know, uh, I knew those uh, draft stuff when going up. That was crazy. And uh, yeah, when I was talking with my agent, I was like, yeah, it might come. So when he came, I was like, Shh, that was a crazy year. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I was kind of surprised, enjoyed. And uh, yeah, I was a little bit surprised. So draft night, when, when they called your name, what was your first reaction? I was like, oh, I'm in the NBA right now. <laughs> and that's, that's not an not a objective no more. That's, I'm in the NBA, like, that's crazy, yeah. Especially considering nobody knew who you were. Yeah. I mean, a few months ago, I heard a story where someone had told some scouts about you at the game in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And then when you didn't play, they were like, you know, <laughs> like, all right, all right, what are you talking about? Yeah. Then I heard in January that same scout was like, okay, I see it. Was right. And then I heard in April that same scout called the, the original guy was like, okay, you were, you were right. Mm. So what is your goal for next season as, as a rookie? Yeah, just um, working a lot uh, on my, you know, uh, the things I got to improve on, like offensively, even defensively. Uh, yeah, just being the best version of, version of myself. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be rookie of the year for sure too. Oh, Rookie of the Year. So I, I love the confidence. And, I mean, anything is possible. Sure. I mean, you're a living proof that, sure, anything, you know that. <laughs> that anything is possible. Are you going to take some time off just to, to relax? And Because you've been going nonstop. Are you yeah. going to take any time off? I mean, season's starting right now. So, yeah, no time off. I, uh, I had a little bit of uh, some days, you know, before, uh, before coming here in Dallas. So, yeah. It's good, it's enough, so now let's just put the work in and uh, do our things, you know. I also saw you working on your finishing. Yeah. Is, is that something that, like, right hand, left hand, finishing through contact, is that something that you're looking forward to, to showing this season? Yeah, because I know uh, everybody's bigger, you know, everybody's more athletic in the NBA, so got to work on those, you know, touch things. And, uh, yeah, that's something I'm trying to prove on, too. Let's talk about your, your, your background. Yeah. Where were you born? I'm born in uh, Saint Cloud. That's uh, near Paris. When did you first start playing basketball? I was 10. I was playing judo first, and uh, I was supposed to play soccer, but there were no more plays, so I started basketball, and I loved it. At 10? Yeah. So you've only been playing, you just turned 19? Yeah, I just turned 19. When's your birthday? 26th of July. We got the same birthday. <laughs> See, I, <laughs> I knew this guy was cool. So you've only been playing nine years. Yeah. That's that's probably even more crazier than your story because, I mean, there are people they've had the ball in their hands since they were three, four. Yeah. So by you only been playing nine years, you still have 
a whole lot of growth sure. and, and development. And so when you first started playing at 10 years old, was it awkward for you or did it come easy or, or what? It was, uh, not the, those first practices were kind of, man, awkward. Uh, I was shooting the ball like that. And <laughs> yeah, that was kind of rough. So yeah, after like two weeks, I was like, nah, I, I got something. Like I knew that I was kind of good, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I was just playing for fun. So yeah, but I knew I was kind of good because uh, whenever I practice, uh, started to play uh, against guys that were playing like three years, for three years, I was kind of like um, the same level, you feel me? So yeah, I knew that I was kind of good. And how old were you when you started playing with Victor? I was 12. 12 years old. Yeah. Is it weird to you that you guys were playing together as kids, you guys played it together is. as professionals, and you get drafted together. It is, man. It is. That's just a process for me, so yeah, that was crazy. Now for you, you weren't like the most hyped guy in your generation. So yeah. it was obviously Victor. There are some other guys that were ahead of you. And now here you are, the, you were the eighth pick. Was it seventh or eighth? Seventh. Seventh pick. Yeah. Oh, the, the, they flipped. So you were the seventh pick. I don't know why I've been thinking eighth, but I, I guess I flipped. How are people like reacting to you at home now? Are people like, he came out of nowhere? Or are there some people that like, I knew he was this good all along? There were a lot of guys that, uh, you know, uh, some guys in my building, you know, uh, parents of my friends uh, were saying that I knew you were going to, to be in that league. And, and my mama told me like, uh, when I first started to play basketball, um, some neighborhoods came and uh, uh, in our neighborhood, you know, somebody came and say, uh, I know you, you, your kid gonna, gonna be good. And uh, yeah, she was shocked. She was like, he's standing, what you talking about? And uh, when she saw that, she was, uh, as soon as I get uh, drafted, she told me that she was thinking about him at the moment. Yeah, so yeah. All right, so, and I know like your, your NBA experience has been short just summer league, but what was the biggest difference between summer league and playing in Europe? Um, like I said, everybody's faster, you know, uh, that was the biggest change, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, the quickness and, um, yeah, way more athletic too. Uh, and those ball screens, you know, they were a lot different because uh, uh, in France they were more like edging and now they were like switching or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, staying that paint. So, yeah, that was different and, uh, yeah, that was the biggest change, yeah. That was the biggest change? All right, so what do you like to do in, like, your, your free time? Free time. I like to play video games with my guys uh, back in France, and uh, yeah, do some shopping uh, and practicing. That's it. Is it gonna be a little hard playing video games with your guys because of the time difference? <laughs> yeah, yeah, jet lag's crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last question. What are the Washington Wizards getting in Bilal Koulibaly? Yeah, they have a great sway player uh, that's gonna be playing as hard as possible, uh, just trying to win. And, uh, yeah, just playing, like I said, as hard as possible. Uh, they just got the dog, you know. Uh, they're always a guy like that, and I'm the one, I think, yeah. Good interview with Bilal Koulibaly. is a player that I've been, like I said, I've been following for a while. He is one of the biggest mysteries, if not the biggest mystery in the draft. And now you got a chance to, to hear him tell his story a little bit. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate it.